Welcome to episode 16 of Getting Real with John Natale. What a damn year it's been, guys. This has been one of the most challenging years of my career, possibly of yours as well. It's definitely been a challenging year to be in real estate. However, we've made it through. And today we are going to take a 2024 outlook of what I think will be what our market looks like next year. Now, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen in our economy. It's going to be an election year. We're going to talk about those things. However, this is just what my gut tells me about the year and what I personally feel will happen or what's most likely to happen next year. Before we dive into that, though, I have to, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. One, for listening to this message. Two, supporting me wherever you do support me. Whether it's just you listen to this podcast, whether you see me on social media sharing a lot of whatever I can share to help you grow your business. You've changed my life this year. This podcast is changing my life, changing our message. I have a really big mission. It's the owner of Natali. We own a real estate company, a media company, and a coaching company. And our mission is to fundamentally redesign the real estate industry. I want to make it so when people get into this business, there's not an 86% failure rate. It is an extremely lofty mission, okay? I am a small broker owner here in New Jersey. However, I have a big mission, and this podcast is part of it. So by you listening to this, by you liking the episode, sharing, commenting, doing whatever you can to support it, I will continue to be so damn appreciative of you. So this message today is not going to be too long. This should be an episode on the shorter side. This is just what my gut is telling me about 2024. And who am I to have some of these predictions? I am someone who's been in this industry since 2008. Got my real estate license at 19 years old. And I've done this. This is the only career I've had. I didn't do something else and come in. I graduated from college, stuck with my real estate license, and I've been doing this every day full-time ever since. I've grown a real estate team after growing a pretty big individual agent business, and now I own a real estate company with 10 agents here in New Jersey. I study trends. I study data. I come from a finance background, and I really just look at the actual data and also what the conversations we're having with clients. Again, I'm not someone who's completely out of touch with the industry. I still sit with buyers and sellers. I still sit with my agents who meet with clients daily, and we talk about what's actually happening. I coach agents across the country, all different price points. Some people sell $200,000 homes. Some are in Malibu selling four, five, six million dollar houses. So we have a very good pulse of what's happening across our country as well. I read news sources from all angles, all different angles. I will read news reporting about the housing market. I study just a few very select people who share just factual information on X. And I come up with what I feel like the housing market feels like and what I think will happen. And I understand there's going to be times that I'm wrong. There's been times where I was wrong before. However, I deeply understand housing and I want to share what I think will be what 24 will look like. And if we recap 23, early in the year, interest rates weren't that bad. Remember, they had slid. We were in the fives in early 23. 
And then inflation really, really took hold the economy, and they had to keep overreacting and keep raising rates nonstop. That caused the 10-year note to go skyrocketing, and mortgage rates went right along with it. So now, as we end 23, if we look out at that basically like two-thirds point of the year is where inflation kind of peaked and then started coming down. And it's been coming down pretty rapidly, and now the Fed is kind of saying, okay, it's been coming down enough that we think in 24 we could see us at the Fed fund rate level seeing some cuts happen. And so where we are right now as we as I'm filming this episode is in the 6 to 6.5% range for most of the mortgages we're seeing in our area. And that is a far change from only two months ago in late October when rates were 8% and hovering above 8%. You were at 7.5%, with some points to buy it down. So we are a full 2% less than what we were just two months ago. Now, a lot of people will jump in right away and be like, oh my God, here we go. Here we go. The market's going to take off. And now I want to be clear about what I really feel will happen in the year to come. And I just shared this on our, on our coaching call yesterday. For the first thing we have to remember is the fact that a five to six, six and a half, somewhere in that range, five to six and a half percent interest rate is not two and three quarters. It's not even three percent. It's not even three and a half percent. It's still a, a much bigger payment than even four percent. So before you run and say the market is going to take off again, I want you to understand that America as a country and the American wallet is in a completely different stage than it was in 21 when interest rates were 3%. So rates are going to be higher. They're not going down to 3%. And also, let's be real. Many Americans do not have the money they had in 21. In 21, a lot of the stimulus money, PPP loans, all of that stuff was still very much in the Americans' hands. Now, it's mostly been spent. Again, in about, I think it was September, October, was when all of the money from COVID had already been spent. And Americans were now typically in debt. So the American wallet is not the same as it was in 21. And interest rates are not the same as they were in 21. That's the first fundamental thing you have to understand. Before you say, oh, here we go. The market's going to take off again. It's going to go up 20, 30, 40%. It's not going to be the case, guys. The consumer themselves cannot afford it. The vast majority cannot. If you're in a high net worth area, yes, I could see the markets continuing to appreciate. Like where we are in New Jersey, I do think the market's going to do really well. But where we are in New Jersey is not across the country where you might be. You have to look around you. If you see new construction, we have an agent that we coach that's out in Las Vegas. His new construction projects that he's looking to bring clients to are in the 4% range already. Because builders are motivated because they know that more inventory is happening. So you're seeing markets that have the new construction, and especially like affordable new construction, are probably going to level out because there's probably going to be a lot of inventory that hits the market. And so not only are Americans not as wealthy, or I shouldn't use the word wealthy, as cash rich, they don't have as much money left. A lot of Americans are using their credit card just to be able to survive facing high prices at grocery stores, utilities, everything is crippling the American consumer, they're not going to be able to go out and just throw $100,000 over an asking price just to get a house because they're not in the same financial position and the interest rate is also not the same. 5 to 6% is still not an ultra low interest rate where money is basically free. I think that's where rates should be for quite some time. I think it spurs enough activity 
However, it also doesn't dramatically underdo it and cause inflation to come back. So my next point will be a bit political. And I know that that could make people feel uncomfortable. And this is not a Republican message, a Democratic message. It's just straight politics, guys. It is an election year in 24. No incumbent president ever, ever gets reelected when the economy looks like crap. So if the economy looks like shit, incumbent out of office because Americans vote with their wallets. So Americans are extremely frustrated right now. People go to the grocery store, you walk out with one bag of groceries and you spent $80 and you don't even know how you did it. You go shopping for the week, it costs you $250, $300. People are pissed off. They're not making, the, the money they're making, they're seeing it not go to any sort of good to financially benefit their life. And it's an election year. If you think they're gonna be, you know, pivoting and bringing rates up, making the economy seem anything but rosy and beautiful, you're mistaken. So things are going to at least appear on the surface, at least what you see in the news outlets, especially the media, is going to make it seem like it's better than it is. With it being an election year, you're probably going to see rates be lower. When rates are lower, more people can afford homes. More people that can afford homes means more people move. More people moving means more activity in the economy. More people can afford cars. Cars start selling more. More people, again, more dollars going into the economy, car manufacturers, car unions, all that stuff is spurred by economic activity and lower rates. So they think they raised them to squash out inflation. We're still not at the Fed's 2% target. However, if inflation continues to cool, you're going to see interest rates kind of follow suit. And I think we'll probably end up most of the year 5 to 6.5%. I wish that's where we were in 23. That's where we were in the beginning of the year in 23. And then inflation really just took a grip again. And boom, we were right back at that 7 8% interest rate again. Now, the other thing to consider too is if rates fall, a lot of people say, oh my God, here we go. The market's going to go crazy. There's another factor you're not considering. The market has done basically like a wobble, stagnating, slowly appreciated 3 to 5% in some markets for the last year. And that's due to one and one factor only, the ridiculously low supply of inventory. If unemployment spiked and we saw a bunch of homes come to market, you would have seen a pretty big correction across the country. We saw flatlining prices because nothing really came up. And if you wanted to buy a house, you paid the price. Now, here's why I think there's a pretty good chance for us agents 24 will be a fantastic year. Because I think rates will get, if they get to that sweet 5 to 6% range, a lot of inventory that's currently locked in at 3% will start to sell. Those people that are sitting on 150, 200, 250, 300, $500,000 worth of equity, if the interest rate's only 2% different, will start to unlock it. And I think that's where the Fed is kind of saying if rates do come down, and we spur some economic activity, we somehow do not go into recession, we pull off the soft landing, we can pull enough home sellers out to soak up the increased amount of people that can now afford a home. So it will be a vastly more active year, where this year we're going to end up, I think, less than 4 million units. For comparison, 21, which was a unicorn type of year, was 6.21 million units. You're talking about a 30 to 33, 35% reduction in units from only two years ago for 23. I think we're not going back to there. That's just happens when you have rates basically free. 
However, if it's 5 to 6%, I could see us going from a little under 4 to 4.5 million units for the country. I could see activity picking up 15 or 20%. Certainly. Because I think a lot of people will start to sell and then buy again. Or sell and maybe move somewhere else, start renting and figuring things out. Because rent is cheaper than buying, technically, for a mortgage right now. So you're going to start to see more activity. So for us agents, you should be gearing up for this. And you gear up for this by putting systems into your business now while the market is a little bit slower. Because come late February, March, April, May, if rates are 5 to 6% and we've pulled off a soft landing in the economy, you're going to see a lot more activity. You're going to get a lot busier naturally, which is great. I'm sure you've been through a lot this year. It hasn't been the easiest year. A lot of us have had to just figure some shit out to survive. I am one of them. So when I look to 24 and I look at the agents at our company, the agents that were coaching across the country, I am already seeing the positives of the systems they've built, the ones that built them in. And wow, I cannot wait to see what happens when the market really, really picks up in the spring if we're in that interest rate environment. Now, here's, here's the thing you also have to consider. This is exactly what it looked like early 23. If we now, if rates go to that five to six and a half percent range, right now they're six to six and a half. If they go into that, let's just say, call them, you know, an average of five and three quarters, six percent, and then inflation comes back. So then we start getting inflation readings where it's picking back up. You are going to see the 10 year note spike again, and you're going to see rates go right back up. So just because this is what the picture is now, I do think fundamentally American wallets are different than what they were in even 21, 22 even early 23, Americans are out of cash. So it's very hard for even as interest rates come down, it may make it a better environment for us in the real estate industry, a much better environment when you compare to what we've been through this last year. But that doesn't mean the American consumer now has a bunch of money. They're not printing money just to put in American wallets because the economy isn't looking so good. However, if, if inflation does come back, I want to forewarn you, if you start seeing inflation readings going up and interest rates going up, you're going to see a very similar year to what we saw this year. This is the bottom line. We are a very interest rate sensitive market because so many people are locked into low interest rates. They will not move. They will not take They will not unlock all that equity to go into another house if the interest rate is four or 5% different than what they have. But if you get in that two, two and a half percent different range, they will because they're, you know, $400,000 house that they bought in 2018, 2019. They were locked in at a low interest rate. They've been paying it down some, especially with the low interest rate. You know, they, they owe so, you know, maybe they owe 350 on it. And now their house is worth 750. They have $400,000 worth of equity that they can go buy a million dollar house and have a $600,000 mortgage. Yes, their mortgage is going to double and it's going to be 2% higher. They've also gotten into a million dollar home using the equity from a house they bought five years ago. So people will start to do that more if interest rates are in that, in that environment. Now, again, we are so interest rate sensitive for the amount of activity because if interest rates are high, then people stay put. And I hate that it sounds like this message is like, okay, so if interest rates are good, then we can have a good year. If interest rates are not good, then we don't have a good year. There are agents adapting to this market no matter what and absolutely crushing it. And I'm fortunately a person who's coaching some of them. And the people that I see that are being successful right now, 
honestly just have their blinders on. I know I'm talking about what, what to expect in the market, these things that you should honestly have some sort of outlook and predictions and start to understand, get some different, different people's opinions on. But the people who just have blinders on, like I just need to figure out how I'm going to find people that need to transaction real estate, they're successful no matter what. I think those people go to another level when the market turns, but they're surviving, they're thriving, they're doing extremely well right now by having the blinders on. So I think you should personally be looking out and saying, how do I put those blinders on, understand the different environment, understand the different challenges that are in the market. It's not going to go back to 3% interest rates, but understand that, okay, if interest rates get to five, I should be talking to a lot of my past clients that maybe bought two or three years ago if you were in the business then. Or if you're new to the business, you should be reaching out to a lot of your friends and family that do own homes and say, do you know how much equity you have? Because that's what unlocks everything. So stay on top of your game. Stay on top of what's happening in the market. See what's going on around you. My personal opinion is we're going to see more activity. New inventory from people being unlocked is going to soak up the new amount of people in the millennial generation that's still trying to buy a home and Gen Z coming into home buying years as well. And I think we'll see some slow to moderate appreciation of home prices and more traditional years of real estate, maybe like a 2018, 2017, uh, where in some markets, unemployment might not be as rosy of a picture. And those markets maybe correct a little bit. Maybe prices come down. However, I do feel nationally, we will see increasing prices and we will see increased activity. I am very bullish on the fact that 24 will be a far better year to be in real estate than 23. 